are listening to a no-show radio production. Mind your ears while we unpack the unusual. They say the gods made us in their image. We think of this as a blessing. We think of ourselves as mighty and just, a mirror of the splendor we see in them. Not once do we consider the evils we inherited from them too. Welcome listeners to the Facades of Gods. With me tonight, I have... I'm Alex, and I play Giselle McNamara, formerly Harris, formerly Pascal. My name is Bianca Zelda, and I will be playing Jada Jacques. My name is Ethan Schaff, and I'm performing as Clarence Bertram. And I am Kyle, your master of fate tonight. take for you to stop bothering me. Fine, sit down, shut up, and let me fill in the gaps. Jada, Clarence, and I finally made it someplace fun, and yet they still managed to be total down notes. As they gorged themselves on mall food, we learned an interesting fact. Rather than cold, hard cash, Elysium trades in souls. Which would be terrifying if you believed in that sort of thing. I tried to buddy up with Clarence, discussing the finer opportunities this world offers people like us. Although, I don't think he cared much for the topic. Oh, did I mention Jada used Clarence's soul to buy her food? It is far past time for the author to get off of her high horse and accept she's on our level now. As soon as they finish eating, we get to go shopping. And just you wait until you find out what I buy. Okay, so, y'all went to the food court. And a very uncomfortable, uh, but also cathartic conversation happened. An interaction where soul was used to purchase food. Soul food. <laughs> hey, how about that? Wow. What do you know? Okay, uh, trim and frill or eye on the ball? I think I can probably find an adequate amount of outfits to wear on the sports store, but trim and frill might be more to your liking, uh, Jada will say while examining the directory. You're not wrong. Trim and frill is certainly more my style, although there's the argument, fashionable versus functional, and I can only imagine where you fall under, Jada. I need functional clothing. <sighs> of course you do. <laughs> Big ol' shrug. <laughs> <laughs> sure, why not? It's fine. No, don't worry about it. I'm just picking at some, like, you know, fabric that's just falling apart from the coat. Just, mm. <laughs> I don't <laughs> care. Just need a new jacket. Well then, let's go ahead and start at the trim and frill. We'll get to myself and you some new duds. All of us, some of us more than others, could stand for some improvements. And then we can go to the ball, sports, whatever the store is called. Just in case trim and frill doesn't have something to Jada's liking. Fine. Lead the way. I'll follow. And then, Clarence, wherever you really want to go, I suppose we can go too, if we're including everybody in on this. 
I follow as well. I'm there. Well, these clothes won't buy themselves. Let's go. Uh, okay, so you all make it over to the Trimmin Frill, which happens to be on one of those extended avenues outside of the the main figure eight shape. And the shop itself is a bright powder blue with pink accents. Awful to look at. But it's soft and warm and welcoming. It's packed like a sardine can with clothes of every design. There's a long counter with a register near the entry, scissors, thimbles, sewing machine parts, trim, and other materials behind it. Near the back is a trifold mirror, and you see a small man who looks more like an accountant than a tailor. He pushes up a pair of bottle cap glasses up to the bridge of his nose. You see a tomato pincushion strapped to his wrist. And he scratches his balding head with a thimbled set of fingers as he goes over this gossamer gown. So, when we enter, I think the first thing I want to do is just act a little casual, you know, check those first few racks, get a vibe, get a feel of this place. But then, you know, I don't want to wait too long either. Mostly we're on a mission, we have things to get done, and I look disgusting, so we need to get this (laughs) fixed immediately. Seeing the man who I assume is running the store... I will approach, give a small wave if necessary. Hello, we need some help? No, uh, um, he, he stands up straight and turns around. Oh, 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 may I help you? I am Oxford Aglet, at your service. You might notice that, well, we need some better clothes. Something to help us, you know, not stand out so much. Although, don't get me wrong, I definitely want to stand out and as fashionably as possible. Don't get me wrong, I want them to look good too, so that way I continue to look good. Just not better than me. He gives a look over each of you, more or less sizing you up. I believe I have a section for you, madam. For them... Hmm... That rack over there. (laughs) And he points way across the store. It looks more or less like the discount rack. (laughs) I'll happily go check that out. I will follow suit. Mr. Aglet, don't forget, they are with me. Mm. And then I lean in a little bit closer. That was probably the best call, though. Well, let's get you situated, and I can... Look over what I have in stock for them. And he pulls you by your hand. He's, when I say small, he is probably about five foot nothing. And so it's it's almost like this child is leading you by the hand uh, towards the back wall of the store. And on these mannequins against this midnight black tapestry, are these dresses and gowns that look almost medieval, but also like someone placed a Faraday cage over them. And they have these outcroppings in odd angles of copper and iron and spikes placed delicately over the gowns. And they're woven together. These gowns themselves are studded with rhinestones and the patterns around those rhinestones also seem to have that copper material woven into the fabric itself 
You see some that are a little more wild than others. Uh, you even see one of these sort of uh, mesh suits that has a set of horns that the, the boys had on, on their head outside of the elsewhere. And others that are just sort of the, the base suit itself. So the one that really draws my attention, it's so close to being something subtle. It is the sweetheart neckline. It has this high, low skirt to it, but it's not floor length. It's almost more the, the high parts hitting just about high thigh and the low parts hitting back of the calf. It has just this nice slimming cut to it, but then it gets a little spicy. <laughs> there is that same metallic coloring of a sleeve to it. It almost forms this triangle. It doesn't really have sleeves. It rests over the shoulder, covers the sweetheart neckline to a nice point about mid-torso, but it has just this cage-like motif to it. And there's some pretty gems dotting along the part of the dress and where the cage meets. And it has a real nice, modest, rounded collar or rounded neckline that goes with it. And really, as I continue to look at this mannequin too, just these delicious accessories continue to pop out. On the mannequin, there are these bracers. That's really the best way to describe it. It has the same cage motif as my collar does, but they actually have these delicate spikes on them. And perhaps one of my favorite things is the top of the mannequin's head is, I call it the Madonna crown. I also know it's the Virgin Mary crown. It kind of depends on your circles. It is this almost tiara-like, a headband, I suppose, that has, where well, we won't say they're crosses, although maybe they once were, it's way more of a rusted aesthetic motif to it now, that whatever the holy shapes were have faded away. That fade is maybe not right, because it is metal. And it isn't quite barbed wire, because barbed wire would be hard to put in your hair, but maybe something just more fashionable equivalent of barbed wire wraps around the base. So you have this kind of twisted ivy metal around the headband and then the once golden spikes that maybe were crosses and certain different heights. Nothing like too large or extravagant, but definitely noticeable. And of course, you know, you gotta have shoes, so there's gonna be some nice spiked heels with those as well. This one. I like this one. How long would it take for you to tailor it to myself. No time at all. No time at all. We can get started right away. No time like the present. Let's get me out of these rags. He will lead you over to this... It's a stool, more or less, that is set up in front of the trifold mirror. And uh, he'll lead you up on top of it. He goes back over to those mannequins, and it looks like he's taking notes. He runs back to the back door, and he starts pulling out all this material, and he starts fitting you, and he takes measurements, and he sees working, and you've been fitted for stuff before. You've had your measurements taken. You've heard, even once these measurements were taken, that it would take some time, but it looks like he's doing all of this uh, cutting and measuring and sewing in real time right in front of you, in the same time it would take for you to be fitted for one of those wedding dresses that you had. Jada and Clarence, tell me what you find on the clothes rack that you like. It's not going to be probably the, the 
best looking item there, but they do look very well made. Probably out of season, probably out of season a couple times over, but it, it's it's still it's still very very good looking, pretty sharp. If uh, you were going out for a night on the town, I'm gonna hold up a men's leather jacket. Um, it's dark brown instead of black, and I'm gonna show it the clearance. Okay, what do you think? Would this look better on me or on you? And I'll turn it around so you can look at the front and the back. Mm, I'm not so much into biker chic, so I think it fits with your whole good cop, bad cop routine you got going on. It's... The color is a little off-putting. Give me a second, let me try it on, and I'll slip the coat on uh, in front of a mirror. I guess because it's not in style. It does look a little off. Maybe it's got some strange, like, ripples or ridges in the fabric that I'm not particularly fond of. Uh, mm -hmm. But it's sturdy. Like, it's good quality. Yeah, you, you can see that it's been double-lined. Uh, so it, it will last you a long while. Um, but it does have epaulets for absolutely no reason uh, and it has these diagonal designs on the side of them that just they, they don't look they're, they're not exactly appealing to the eye um, you're not even sure why they were fashionable like this coat was fashionable in the first place but if you put it on once you put it on it it looks a little roomy it's probably a little too big but it doesn't look bad okay I'll uh, pull the collar together. All right, Clarence, what do you think? Yeah, looks like something you would definitely wear, that's for sure. That wasn't supposed to be sarcastic. It was supposed <laughs> to be nice. <laughs> okay, thank you. Real quick, I just wanted to do a check-in with the friendos. Can I see around the store? Is it too big? Uh, I mean, you're already tall, and you're put up a little bit taller, so you could probably see all over this store. And you actually see, like, two other people going through the racks that you didn't see before. But, yeah, you see clear on the other side of the store, uh, Jada has this brown leather jacket on and is kind of looking over, uh, looking it over in the mirror, seeing how it fits. You can tell from this distance it's a little baggy, but that's fine. And, you know, they, going back and forth between the rack and the mirror. Okay, I think uh, seeing them as a, as a comfort of sorts, making sure that we're not getting separated or anything. So I, I wave, I wave, <laughs> but then also kind of lower my hand as I see what they're trying on and what they're wearing. And maybe it was a mistake bringing them here. <laughs> but, you know, against my better judgment, I think I kind of raise an okay sign and an acquisitive look in my face like, y'all doing okay? Without having to shout across the way, because that's just unladylike. A little awkwardly, I'll return um, a thumbs up, but like the sleeve is a little too long, so you just see like the end of my thumb. They really are just doing their best, you know? Not everyone can be so gifted with a sense of fashion, you know? <laughs> mm, 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 mm. He has like pins in his mouth, so he's, <laughs> he's nodding, but you can tell it's really just to keep up appearances of conversation. He's working, so he's not paying attention. I'm assuming you're getting those shoes too, right? Of course I am getting those shoes. Hell yeah. Uh, so the the final product of this this outfit, this this number that Giselle has, is 
uh, as you heard before, it, it's uh, sort of a lower backed, uh, higher front dress, uh, and it it's strapless, but over the chest area is that wire copper mesh cage. Uh, you see the crown, for lack of a better word, and you can see that there are these hooks that Giselle, like that, she keeps passing the crown back down to. Um, Mr. Aglet, and he keeps adjusting the hook so that, you know, it'll fit right when you put it on. And then he says, oh no, 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 this won't do. Hold on. And he runs back and he goes to grab these shoes that match, and they are an open-toe high-platform heel. Black with uh, the copper, uh, same copper color platform and little riveted spikes all along them as well. I'm loving this dress so much. Okay, uh, so as everything's kind of coming together, though, I look at my purse currently, which is just this rhinestone brick of a clutch, and I look at Mr. Aglet. There isn't by chance a purse that would match this. I do need something to carry my things, after all. He gives it a thought. He, you know, taps his chin a bit. I think I might have something. Uh, they didn't really make anything to go in tandem with this, but I think I can work out something for you. And he hands you the bracers, which, again, are same as the chest piece, a wire copper uh, looking Faraday cage thing with spikes all over them. And he runs back to get a... Do you want, do you want something over the shoulder? Do you want a clutch? What do you want? Oh, definitely a clutch. That's just, that's her brand. It's a clutch. Okay. He, he has a few in hand, and he holds it up to the dress. He asks you to hold a, a few of them so he can look it over. And then he goes back into the back after making his decision, and you can hear like a ka-chunk, 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 ka-chunk. And he comes back out, and the bag's been riveted. Uh, it doesn't, it's the copper color, but it has the rivet the the riveted spikes on the, on it now. So, uh, Clarence, what what did you find? So I was looking obviously for a new like blazer or jacket of some sort. Uh, I stumbled upon a nice blue light blue jacket similar to what I had previously, but it's a lighter tone, so not necessarily a full navy, but kind of like a robin's egg blue or something of that matter um and it has some nice like burnt orange floral patterns on the inside lining of it okay i don't know if that's actually gonna be in the bargain bin or not but we'll say it is i'd say for something that like the the that particular color scheme was probably like it was a specific request of someone that never came to pick it up (laughs) (laughs) it was 20 years ago so you're just looking for that jacket I'm just, yeah, in general, I'm looking for a jacket. I see that one, but I also figure I probably do need to be in style with the area. So I don't know if I need to get new shoes, new pants, a whole new wardrobe. Yeah, new purse. I mean, yeah, if you want a purse, you go for it, man. Yeah. It's the 90s. We're we're experimental up in this. Maybe he wears a blazer, but he wears, like, the plaid shirt around his waist. So 90s. Get a little bit of grunge right in there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's a jazz player, but he appreciates grunge. So after Mr. Aglet 
gives you the purse. He says, Oh, wait. I actually think I have something... Something of an additional accessory for this. Oh, I just adore accessories. And he goes back behind the counter, and you see him rifling through some of the drawers. It's kind of a mess back there. Now that you are actually looking over the counter itself. But he gives out this little, ah, and he scurries back over to you. And he presents this choker to you. It's a simple black-looking choker. It looks like it would fit, but as far as actually being in the same level of fashion, maybe it doesn't. But he's he's presenting this to you with a wide-eyed, like, wide-eyed smile and, like, Yes, this this will work. Well, you've got me this far, Mr. Aglet. Suppose I might as well trust you that this will match as well. And I'll go ahead and try to put on the choker. For all intents and purposes, it looks like a black regular regular fucking choker that you could probably buy for like 50 cents at at uh, at the mall, maybe even at one of those um like the gumball machines, but like they have like the little eggs and so that you could break it open. Um, when he hands it to you, mm-hmm. not you, Clarence. <laughs> 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 when he hands it to you, you notice that some of the patterns that this is in, it looks like it actually might fit with your your current outfit, but it's also very shimmery and a little distracting. It's hard to focus on almost anything else when you are looking right at it. And mechanically speaking, when you wear this, you will get a boost to two social challenges of your choice. What? Heck yeah, that's cool. Ooh. Mm Mm-hmm. And when you put it on, if you do put it on, whenever it is you put it on and you look into a mirror, you'll notice that the designs of the choker itself, even though there aren't any spikes that actually come out of it, it looks, if if you're looking straight on at it, like there are spikes to it. It's kind of an optical illusion. This thing is so cool. Spikes on it. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> I look so cool. I look so cool. I look cooler than all of you guys. I'm the coolest. <laughs> Giselle has swag. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. <laughs> but seriously, so I'm like looking at myself in the mirror and I'm doing different various poses, right? Admiring myself as I look just so fucking cool. And just like my nose in the air hand dragging along my neck, patting this beautiful choker, smoothing out the dress. My goodness, I look like I could take on the world. Don't I, Mr. Aglet? You look like you could take on a Demi, or even all of Elysium, just with a glance. (laughs) Oh, I'm sure you said that to all of your clients. Only the ones who wear dresses as finely as you do. And that's when he ushers you over to the point of sale. I think, Mr. Aglet, we're just about wrapped up. I have my wonderful new outfit. How about we go ahead and add whatever they're getting? Surely can't cost that much more. I'll pay for all of it. You see, like, how there are in libraries where there's a, um, a ladder that's attached to the shelf. Uh, he has one attached to the shelves behind him so that he can reach all the stuff that's up there. And he climbs up it and he looks over at what... Uh, Jada and Clarence have on and it, it looks like they're satisfied with their purchase so he's like okay and he goes back down and he he clickety clacks it into the computer 
And you see as the the stock ticker display goes across, 20%. Oh, no. (laughs) Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. So if anything that I know, it's that when there are big sticker prices, you don't react if you have money, or at least if you're pretending like you have money. Both are applicable. So I think she is going to nod in approval and understanding, go to reach out to push her thumb or whatever it is, but also try to casually mention. So, curious minds inquire. If one were to wonder how they got more of their soul back, so that way, say, I could purchase more of your garments in the future, how would one go about that? Certainly it can't be a finite resource, right? Well, the more affluent of my customers, they work amongst their friends. Somehow they get their percentages up. I wouldn't know, I don't ask. Too many questions, it's liable to get a man killed. Smart man. Now, do you by chance have a business card? Uh, there's a little tray that has a stack of them, and he pulls one out and hands it to you. And it's in the same pink with blue detail, like powder blue detail, uh, trim and frill on it. And this one actually has a phone number this time. Oh, wonderful, darling. We will be back. At least I'll be back very soon. Oh, I do hope you come back very, very soon. And with that, once you are paid, once you have paid, um... He goes back to the dress that he was working on in front of the trifold mirror to continue working on it. Now free from capitalism, I'm going to find my acquaintances once more, looking awfully proud and confident in feeling myself in this new dress. Once I'm close enough to the pair, I'll go ahead and give a small little finger wave. I see you found some new clothes. Uh, all that's... That's what you chose to get. Is that even functional? You don't hear me judging what you're wearing, Jada. It looks like you could murder somebody with it. With any luck, yes. Are those spikes? And I'm going to reach out to the dress. Uh, and I kind of pose and let her poke at the, the, you know, the spikes and shit. It's almost like, okay, when, uh, when people shave their legs, and particularly women, get really proud of it, and they just shove their leg out there like, yes, no, feel my leg. Feel my soft leg. Same thing, but with the spikes on her bracers. Um, okay, well, I've got some jeans and a jacket. Clarence, uh, what did you find? I found some nice flannel shirts, and then I also found some decent, you know, running Jeans? Pants? Decent pants. Are they tearaways? We don't know yet. (laughs) That's for a later episode. (laughs) Look, look. All jeans, all pants are tearaways if you try hard enough, so... (laughs) So just get a situation where they can be tearaways and I'll make it happen. No, uh, just like regular pants or jeans and uh, that blazer that I found... uh, we can also just maybe forget about the... Well, no. I'm going with a, a, a navy jacket again, and then I found a decent orange button-up shirt that I want to wear, along with uh, the yellow tie that I had previously. 
You could have picked anything, and this is what you two picked. Ugh, alright, I don't have the time to teach you good fashion habits. This is fine. Let's just go already. <laughs> uh, don't we have to go pay still? Oh no, I already took care of that. Giselle, what was the cost of your soul for- Hush, don't think on it. It's a gift from me to you. Okay, okay. No, I can work with that, thank you. Okay. <laughs> so, Fate Master 2 players, is there anything else that you know that you want out of them all? I would like to purchase some hunting items, um, knives, uh, holsters. I can maybe purchase weapons here. <laughs> so Jada wants to become a walking armory. All right. Yes. Yes. Okay. All right. She wants to be Elysium SWAT. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Clarence. Clarence doesn't necessarily shop too much, but... Okay. You know... It'd be nice to go see what kind of instruments they play down here and or uh, maybe just get some like, yeah, maybe some sort of self-defense weapon since we're getting a little seedy around here. Maybe some brass knuckles or something, you know, something nice. Well, some, some. Okay. So then, not that you uh, are compelled to go there right now, but I am going to use the Curious as a Cat uh, to compel you at some point before you leave the mall to go to Madame Shavat's Curios for the Curious. It's also where I wanted to go because Curious was in the name. <laughs> I, I, I needed to be sure because I wasn't, I didn't know if you all were like, yep, okay, we're done, let's go. So. Nope, that was on my itinerary. Curios for mm-hmm. the Curious. Madame Shavat's. Okay, we will leave with the trio leaving the trim and frill and on their way I'm assuming to eye on the ball yes hey citizens Kyle here I'd like to take a minute to extend a personal thank you to a few of our patreon folk first let me thank our one of the cool kids Tier supporters, Jay, John, and Tyler. Y'all are the bee's knees. And then, how could we do what we do without our unusual impact supporters, Nate and Philip? You look pretty rad too, if I do say so myself. But even more astounding is our The Void Calls Back tier supporter, Violet Passion. Simply amazing. Thank you all so, so much. I can't describe how much it means to us that you all decided to back us. Now, In terms of what we do here on the Facades of Gods, if you enjoy the show, please subscribe, rate, and review. And if you haven't yet, please join our Discord to meet a lot of other cool, cool kids. Associated links in the show notes. Thank you for joining us. Tonight, we had... I'm Alex, and I play Giselle McNamara. You can find me on Twitter and any other social media at Roll for Alex. Bianca Zelda, playing Officer Jada Jacques. 
You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, pretty much any social media as at Bianca Zelda. My name is Ethan Schaub. I play as Clarence Bertram, and you can find me anywhere that matters with the sign Shop. I'm Kyle, and you can find me on Twitter at LordKyleK. This has been a No Show Radio production.